Hello, beautiful souls. Victoria Amador here from Soul Healing Tribe and the Awakening the Healer Within Training Program.com. Today, I want to talk to you about mandates. What are mandates, conclusions, affirmations that we get in childhood, past lives, or any, any time throughout our lives? We can be receiving these affirmations that make us believe and operate from somebody else's orders. So a mandate is something that is like an order that we receive. Um, you have to do this or no, you cannot do that because X, Y, and Z. And normally we operate from that reality unconsciously because it doesn't register to our subconscious. It goes into the unconsciousness. So these affirmations, conclusions, as I call them, um, they really affect us. And the more work that you do with yourself, with your mind, with your subconscious, the more that you're going to see how powerful these conclusions, these affirmations are, these orders. And I'm going to give you some example of what are these orders. And if you are a parent that you still have kids around, you definitely want to hear this because it can really be life-changing. So these are type of responsibility that somebody places on you as well, or belief or an idea that they overimpose on you. And then you operate from that reality without even being aware of it. So a lot of the time it happens without your permission. They're telling you what you should do or what you need to believe, what you need to um do because it's almost like a responsibility that you feel like you have now when that order is given to you and it happens subtly so that the person sometimes doesn't know that this is happening especially if it's in childhood when the child doesn't know any better so these are orders given from one person to another or from a third party or the public or religious spiritual or school um, even a teacher, parents, siblings, family members in general, doctors can give you also orders. Um, it, it could come in so many different ways. So it can be expressed positively too. Like, oh my God, you're going to be amazing when you grow up because you're so smart or you're so beautiful. That is a positive affirmation that can make a big difference in somebody's life. They can grow up with a lot of um, strong self-esteem, right? Very high self-esteem. Or the parent might say, oh, you are just like your mother. And when they say it like that, and you know that your parents are always arguing, what the father is telling you, you're problematic. So in the, the unconscious is registering you have problems. You are a problem child when the father may say something like that, right? So these are things that other people say about you, about how you behave or how to behave, how to think or what to think or about who you are or who you should be. So the mandates, conclusions, affirmations um, can really create a lot of issues for us because Normally, these affirmations, we the ones that affect us the most are the ones that we picked up before seven years old. As you know, and I think this is something that we already spoke about in other videos, the soul 
when it's incarnating, the soul goes through a process and it, may, it takes up to seven years for the soul to be fully implanted within us and for the brain to develop. So the first seven years, we are just absorbing like a sponge and anything uh, parents, siblings, daughters, teachers, um, family members, even enemies of the family, if, if that's a, a thing in your family, these people are going to have such an impact on who you become because everything you're picking it up like a sponge. So again, the affirmations or conclusions, um, when you listen to any of the 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 sessions and we're talking about the conclusions that the person made you're getting an idea of what are these mandates so if you go to the last session you could pick that up so these are conclusions that family member give us whether it is about who we are who who we need to be what we need to believe in um who we need to become when we grow up who are we um like when they said you're never going to be good at math because you always get bad grades. They're implanting in you the idea that you're never going to be good enough for that. So you might grow up having a lot of issues with math. So what else can I tell you? I'm going to give you some examples. I think that will be the best way for me to give you some examples so that you understand exactly what I'm talking about because the mandate they don't disappear. The conclusions, affirmations don't disappear just because time goes by. You actually have to work them through and bring them to the consciousness so that then they can dissolve. And you have to go through a process to do that. So in this video, I'm just going to be talking about what are they so you have a better idea and you can evaluate, reflect, contemplate about your own life. So what are some of the examples of the mandates? Let me Let's see if I have my little notes here. Um, where are they? So I want to give you some examples because it is important for us to know how this may be showing up in our lives. So a mandate may be something as simple as you will never be anything. You will never be able to go to college. You will never become a doctor. You will never be able to do X, Y, and Z. That is a mandate. Normally, when the statement says never or no, you're going to have a mandate that is very negative, that is really affecting you. If it's positive, you are amazing. You are going to be X, Y, and Z. You are so smart. Um, the, the, the positive ones affect us the same way as the negative one, but in a positive light. So we don't really have to worry about that, right? But we need to be worried about the negative ones because those are the ones that are ruling ruin and ruling our lives unconsciously we don't know what what is happening and we're like but why do I keep making this mistake and it might be because Mondays that you need to remove whether it is from this life or past life so another one is you're never oh no you are just like your mother you are just like your father I had a client last week she inspired me to do this video because she has this issue with um, feeling ugly and she's such a beautiful woman. Like, like you see her and you're like, Jesus, she's beautiful, but she believes she's ugly. And one of the reasons why she has done a few sessions and this last session, we finally uncovered a big part of that. And he had to do with 
her mother telling her, you look like your father. And these people were very depressed together. They always argued. They were always drinking. They were not very happy, to say the least. So in her little mind, at that age, when the mother was saying, stop no, stop annoying me. You're just like your father. She's believing I must be ugly because I look like a man. And they're not happy together. So the little the little child is making so many conclusions about the fact that she looks disgusting because a woman shouldn't look like a man. So she grows up with this idea and always listening to the mother telling her for years, you look like your father, you look like your father, you act just like your father, you look like your father. That really went in so deep that, trust me, it's a severe case because for someone to be so beautiful and believe, not see, but believe that she really is ugly is mind-blowing to me because of something that the mother said, not just once, but multiple times in childhood. So another one is you um, you will never, if it says never or no, you know that you have a negative Monday. So um, you do not do this because X, Y, and Z. You can know uh, do X, Y, and Z because whatever. Whatever follows that is almost the key to what is the mandate. So you're not good with math because whatever, like you're not good in math. You're never going to be good in math. You, um, you'll never have money because whatever, you waste all the money or you spend too much money on candy or whatever it is. You'll never have enough money. The, the person might not be hearing that it's because of the candy. So if I stop buying candy, no. What they're thinking is, oh my God, I'm never going to have enough money. And the, the little soul is re- accepting that as, a, as an order to follow through. So you will never have enough money. That means that the money that you get, you're going to use somehow because you're not supposed to have ever enough money to cover emergency and so on, right? So, or another one that it was very popular when I was growing up was you must share because if you don't share, you're not a good person. So the person grows up giving everything away and never having anything because they have to overshare in order to be a good person. Um, which is, I mean, if you really think about like some of these things that our parents tell us, it's like, oh my God, I don't even know how I made it, how I made it um, to this point, right? Uh, or, or when like you have to listen to your mother, um, you always have to listen to your mother because mother knows best. And sometimes they give you terrible advice because they don't know always the best thing for you. They might be very risk averse. So if you're trying to be risky and do some moves and I don't know, like really do a business or something like that, your mother that is at risk averse might be like, you're going to lose all of your money if you do that. So that's not a very good thing to put into the mind of a child. And trust me, I am guilty of this too, because we are like, you have to listen to your mother. I am your mother. You have to listen to me, right? But when you have to always listen to your mother, you're programming the child 
to believe that the mother always knows best or you have to be a good girl for daddy. Well, we have a problem there, right? Like you have to be a good girl for daddy because X, Y, and Z. Because of X, Y, and Z, the, the problem is you have to be a good girl for daddy. So what is daddy's um, requirements of what is a good girl? You have to be quiet for daddy because daddy just came home from work and therefore we cannot make noise. So you grow up being very introvert because if you're loud, you're not a good girl. It's not just because of daddy, but now it's in general. So the responsibility of the affirmation is not just towards one person. It becomes a general statement where you have to be a good girl and listen and, and be quiet. That means that you're always going to grow up being very timid. You may have those issues where you feel like when you're being loud and it's against her that you feel like you're a bad girl like you're a little too risky and dangerous because good girls don't do that so or if I don't know I'm trying to look for another let me give you some of the past life one because the past life one are a little more tricky to find and there is a, a specific method that we have to use that I use to find them and when we find them we're looking for what the person is experiencing feeling when they are communicating with other people or with themselves in a past life where there is some sort of I cannot do this because I am fearful because I have no um I hate x y and z people because even though the person might be in this reality let's say I hate Russians because in a past life that part of I hate Russians because that can um, becomes a general one where it's not only Russians, but I hate people that are not like me because they can be dangerous because they kill me in a past life. Or I cannot be a medicine woman because they kill me. So now in this life, I am very afraid of anything that is spiritual because I may get hurt. That is a very common one in a lot of the sessions. Or I'm afraid of heights because in a past life, I jump off a cliff, right? Well, in this life, you might be afraid of heights, planes, mountains, whatever, because you, your soul knows that it had trauma in a past life or when a, a woman or man goes into a past life and they are in the opposite sex as a person, it doesn't matter what sex, I'm not a good person because I couldn't provide for my family. In this life, the person might feel the same way, even though they're doing so much, they always feel like they're not. So it really affects their ability to be confident and to feel like they are part of the family unit. So another one is, you know, being super exhausted in past lives and feeling like I'm always tired and exhausted because I cannot rest. I have to fulfill my duties as woman, men, whatever it is, right? Or as a slave or even as medicine woman. I had a client um, and, and it makes me smile because she just became a 21 division priestess um, going through the baptism. and. She was in a past life where she was a medicine person and she was healing others, but it was so exhausting to the point that she couldn't 
feel free, right? She, she always had to worry for the people. So in this life, she tends to do the same where sometimes she just wants a moment for herself, but she feels guilty for that. So past lives affect us tremendously. If we understand the power of how the soul like stores information, experiences, and it's not that time heals it. It's still there. It's still affecting us. We have to go through those experiences to deactivate those moments in order for us to be free from those experiences. So I wanted to give you this so that you can reflect, you know, go back to childhood, go back to the last time you didn't feel too good about life. Or when you had a conversation with your boss, your manager, and just sit down with that feeling, that sensation, and look into, imagine you putting the person in front of you, look into their eyes, and say aloud what is it that you feel when you see them. That's going to give you a lot of mandates. I hope this really helps you, and let me know in the comments if you try this and what you felt. All right, I'll see you guys in the next one. Thank you.